You're listening to Peak One Sports. Sports Show, we're back, another week, solo bolo again, um, sorry for the absence of Joseph and any other co-hosts, um, it's, uh, you know, it's just scheduling, is just, it's, a, it's a busy time, we're all busy, I say this every week, I feel like I keep apologizing for shit, but I'm not apologizing! You're getting a show. It's just me. I apologize to Joey for not letting him come be on the show uh, because I'm doing this at um, 8.53 a.m. on a Monday morning when most people are at work. I just happen to not be at work today. Um, uh, I feel bad when I burp now. I used to, on my old show, the Bungalow Chat Show, I used to have a lot worse, like, acid reflux than I do now, so I used to burp a lot, and uh, it was kind of just out of control, but it was what it was. It was a natural occurrence, so I used to have a fan that would just come on and, and timestamp them on the YouTube videos in the comments, um, uh, but now um, your boy uh, has kind of, not I haven't fixed my acid reflux problem, but I've helped it a lot by uh, cleaning up my lifestyle a little bit. So now when the burps come, they're like few and far between, and now I feel bad like they're gross again, and it's like, oh, I just burped on the show. That's not very professional. But um, anyways, um, I, I think uh, I, I'm going to keep throwing these shows together when I can. If I can get one going on a Sunday, um, I'll get Joseph in here. Um, but if I can't, we're just going to keep doing these Monday shows, wrapping up the NFL week. Um, after the first of the year, um, I'm going to do a little retooling of how this show goes. Um, obviously during the football season, I've been trying to do these after the games, right? We used to do these shows Sunday morning, bright and early, and it was no big deal. But then once football started and I want to talk about football, I can't do it before the games start. You know what I mean? So that's where Joey and I schedule conflicts come in because it's Sunday, it's a day off, so... Uh, Sunday mornings are usually clear because we're both heathens and we don't attend church, but Sunday afternoons get a little busy, you know, uh, so it's hard to get him, you know, get our schedules matched up for both of us because we usually got, you know, shit going on Sunday afternoons. It's the end of the weekend. It's that last ditch effort to get shit done before you got to go back to work the next day. Um, and, um, I am lucky enough to, uh, be my own boss to where I can, you know, schedule some extra time on Monday mornings to get these things done or get a hockey cast or get something else in. So Joey, if you're watching, um, uh, hang, hang in there, buddy. Um, you'll be back in here soon enough. Um, but you know, until then it's just me, but Hey, we got lights, you know, I'm, I'm lit up. I look fancy today. We got our iPad back with our graphics Betalytics sitting up there, and that being said, this show, like all the other shows we do here in the bungalow, are brought to you by Betalytics. Go to betalytics.com, use promo code PEAK1, and get 25% off um, whatever packages you choose on there. And let me tell you, your boy made another NFL parlay bet this week. I was feeling good on Friday. I didn't want whatever um, negative emotions that came from losing my UFC bet Saturday to play into my my NFL bets for Sunday. So Friday, I was feeling good. I listened to a few podcasts, uh, football-related info, things like that, and decided to make a five-leg parlay. And I did it. And it was it was good in my eyes. You know, I had... I had the Cowboys, I had the Lions, I had the Texans, I had the Niners, 
all who won. Four legs, baby. But then you had the Steelers. The Steelers who are posting one of the best defenses in the league. Obviously their offense isn't doing nothing, but they're squeaking these games out with field goals in the running game. Um, they were playing the Browns, who also have a great defense, but they were starting a another rookie quarterback. Uh, you know, coming off losing Deshaun Watson the week before for the rest of the season. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? It ain't going to be a barn burner, but I think the Steelers pull this out, even if it's just by a field goal or wins a win, baby. And they went ahead and lost by a field goal in the last five seconds of the game to screw the whole parlay. All the other teams, I mean, the Niners were the late game. But all other, I, the Texans had already won, the Lions had already won, the Cowboys had already won. And I'm like, it's tied 10-10, Steelers versus Browns, with almost no time left on the clock, under a minute. And you're like, I'm sitting here thinking, all right, we're going to take this to overtime, the Steelers. Hopefully they win the toss. They can win this thing with a field goal. Whatever. And uh, I, I I was listening to the game on my way to pick up some fresh taqueria for lunch for my family. And with like, I don't know, 45 seconds left on the clock, I said, I'm going to leave this phone in here in the car while I go pick up this food. And when I come back out, the Steelers are going to have won by a field goal. And then we're moving on to the Niner game. And the Niners should go ahead and just stomp all over the Buccaneers. And we're going to we're gonna win this five-leg parlay, baby. We're going to be in the money. So I go inside and I pick up my super burrito and super quesadilla and, and carne asada tacos. And uh, some, some fresh jaritos, lime, and a mandarin for me and my boy. And I get back in the car ready to look at my phone to see that final score, 13-10 Steelers. And I do see a 13-10 outcome, but it's 13-10 Browns. So I lost again on a gut, on a gut parlay. So don't bet with your gut. Go to Betalytics. Use promo code PEAK1 for 25% off and let them tell you who to pick in your parlay. Don't use your gut because I would bet, I would venture to say... That Betalytics would have told me to put Cleveland in that parlay rather rather than than Pittsburgh. Um, and your boy would be in the money rather than telling you about how I lost another football bet again. But I digress. So don't bet with your gut. Bet with Betalytics. 25% off promo code PEAK1. Go to bonfire.com slash store slash PEAK1 sports and get all of your PEAK1 sports merch including this Bungalow Sports Show shirt that I'm wearing right now. We also have Bungalow Fight Show shirts and the Pair of Fist with Gloves Bungalow Hockey Show shirt. We've got Peak One logo merch. We've got Sports Page Radio merch. We've got Sports Biz merch. We've got official playoff expert sweep daddies. We've got everything you need there. The lead off. It's all there. All the shows are represented at the Peak One Sports Network merch store at bonfire.com slash store slash Peak One Sports. So go there and rep your favorite sports network, baby. We're we're ground up here. Get in on the ground floor. Get one of these shirts and, and in, in, in five years and ten years when we're lighting the world on fire, you know, you can say, you know what, I've been I've been repping these boys since the beginning. So get over there. Buy some merch. Our newest sponsor, Shank It Golf. Um, I say it every week. Don't look like a nerd. Don't look like a dullard out on the out on the links. When you're out there, when you're in the rough, when you're in the sand and you're chipping in for a double bogey like your boy, make sure you look cool while you're doing it, okay? Golf's fun. Whether you suck or not, you just got to have a good attitude. And part of having a good attitude is looking cool. So go to Shank It Golf. Dot com use promo code peak one get 15% off um, off your order and get some of the coolest golf merch around you know what I mean like I said most of us suck at golf golf is one of the hardest sports out there to be good as an amateur you know what I mean it's just it's so f 
fucking hard, detail oriented, repetition oriented, and 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 you're gonna go out there and you're gonna suck. But that's okay, because if you look cool while you're doing it, then we can all have fun. And Shank at Golf's got some of the coolest looking golf attire and accessories out there. So again, shankatgolf.com, promo code peak one, get fifteen percent off. Um before we get into sports talk, um, I just want to, this is something I like to just kind of, a few times a year, I like to just reiterate with everybody out there listening right now. Make sure, like if you want your life to be a happy one, if you want it to be, if you want to feel fulfilled and content in your life, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it doesn't matter what you do for a job, where you live. Right, because the older I get, I realize, you know, your reality, you know, it's just, it's it's what you make it, you know. Um, I'm sorry, I've got a splinter in my hand. Hmm. Anyways, sorry, that was a tangent. Um, you know, uh, your bubble, I talk about a lot with your, you know, the people you allow in your bubble in life, the people, the places, the things. That is your happiness. That is what you make. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. Um, but one of the main things that I always remember, because sometimes it starts to slip away from me a little bit, and then I kick myself and uh, and get it get myself kick started again, is make sure you don't be a lazy bitch. Okay, um, and I'm. And this could mean anything. This doesn't mean you got to go out and run marathons. It doesn't mean. It doesn't even mean you need to work out or anything like that. This means like, just do some shit. Okay. And this, this is what I'm talking about. Like I hear a lot of people like, Oh, you know, I guess it's an old trope. It's like, Oh, don't ask my husband to do anything on Sundays. Football's on football. Huh? It's like, chances are your team's losing. And even if it is, even if your team's a good team, they play once like that's three hours, three and a half hours, right. Of a whole Sunday. Right, and maybe they played on Thursday. Maybe they play on Monday. The rest of these games, yeah, you can be interested in the outcomes. You can watch, but like I said, I was I went to the taqueria and picked up lunch while watching slash listening to a live football game on my phone. Like most of us don't even have cable TV anymore, and we're streaming our television. And you can do that on your phone. You can put an earpod in, and you can get some shit done while watching slash listening to a football game. You, the, you know, people often ask me because, you know, I do these podcasts, I play hockey, I make music, I'm constantly doing projects around the house, I love our house, so, like, I'm not this guy when my wife comes up with an idea and I'm like, oh, God, here we go again, something else I gotta do for the old lady. It's like, no, if it's an upgrade, if we're doing something to make, make our house cooler, make it nicer, make it uh, more aesthetically pleasing, because that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you have a house that's nice to look at, that there's stuff in your house that's cool to look at, if you've got stuff that, if your house is cool looking, it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter where you live, right? You don't have to have a million dollar house to have a cool house. You don't. You just have whatever your house is, whatever your apartment is, and you make it cool. You make it aesthetically pleasing, right? And that will elevate your attitude like you have no idea. So don't be a lazy fucking bitch. All right. Like I miss like it's gone. I miss like when there's no projects to do around the house. It's like, fuck, what am I going to do this weekend? Just sit here like a blob and watch all day. Just watch these football games that I don't really give a shit about. But it's football. Got to watch it. It's like I watched the games yesterday that were televised on my streaming platform of Hulu. I watched them all. I had them on the TV in the room. I, I was building a, a built in. Uh, shelving cabinet section in my son's bedroom for his Legos for display and storage and and like a little Lego building center like my wife drew this whole thing out we designed it I went in the morning before the game started got all the materials at Home Depot came back home got everything set up before 10 o'clock and then I had his game his TV on a game I had my phone with a game on and an ear pod in I, I was watching all the games that I could you know, I know all the outcomes. I do a goddamn sports podcast. I have to know the outcomes. I, I have to know kind of what went on in the game so I can talk about it. 
And I did that and still got some shit done. You know, and I'm not here just tooting my own horn. I'm doing it saying, by the end of the night, I felt so fulfilled. It's like, I got, I did a lot of shit. Plus, I watched my sports. Some of you motherfuckers out there are like, I can't do anything. Today's football day. Shut up. Shut up. Like, shut up. Like, back in the day, shit wasn't even televised. You had to listen to the radio anyways. You think... You think people just sat there and did nothing while they listened to the radio and listened to their team on the radio? No, they were getting shit done. They were working on their car. They were building some shit and listening to their team on the radio. Um, people are just getting lazier and lazier. And I'm I'm a lazy Amazon guy. I love. I'd rather order some shit off Amazon than go down the street to Target and pick it up. Sometimes I'd rather get uh, some groceries delivered. Rather than go to the grocery store. But that all affords me the time at home to get some other shit done. And you want to know what else? When you're getting shit done at home, everybody's happy. You know, whether you want to take these old school tropes of like, my wife, this, that, so we want. Yeah, you think how happy your wife or your significant other is going to be if you're getting all this shit done. You know, we're, it's, it's, it's 2023. Like, we can multitask like a motherfucker. The internet allows that. We can literally watch and pay attention to our favorite sports, games, and teams, and anything else that's televised while getting shit done. And uh, yesterday was a reminder of that for me because I got, like I said, every time I get a new project on a weekend, it kind of reminds me like, oh yeah, I actually kind of like watching and paying attention to sports while I'm doing other stuff. I kind of like that better because it like it kind of, if it's not my team... I don't want to get super invested in it because it's like, why do, why do I give so much of a shit about this? And especially yesterday when I had like bets riding on some of the games, I didn't have to sit there and I wasn't sweating it out watching the Texans versus the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. All I want is a certain outcome and me watching it isn't going to make that outcome any different. So it's like I can watch the live updates on my ESPN app. I can have whatever game is televised on the TV and I could be building some shit and making my family happy, making my house better, cooler. I don't know. Just a thought I have a few times a year of just like some of you motherfuckers are some lazy bitches. And trust me, I get in those modes sometime where like, I don't want to do nothing today. I just kind of want to sit around and just vegetate. Why? You think like, oh man, I had a busy, I had a crazy week. I need to my rest. No, you don't. Your week wasn't that crazy. Sitting on your ass all day Saturday, all day Sunday, or even one of those days isn't going to make you feel any better. It's probably going to make you feel worse. That's all mind games. Don't be a lazy bitch. Get some shit done. You know you've got shit that you're procrastinating, shit that you've been meaning to do, shit that people would, it, that you live with would like you to do. Just do it and put in a fuck. spend 30 bucks on some skull candy ear pods. And turn on the game and get your shit done. Right? I Once the games were over yesterday, I put on a Dan Carlin hardcore history and was just listening to the history of the fucking Viking settlers that came to London in the nine, nine, year 900. And while I was getting shit done. I listened to four fucking hours of that. And it was, it was captivating. But I was still getting shit done. And I was learning and I was... Listening to making myself more well-rounded, hearing history, you know, you know, I, did you, I mean, how much do you know about the battles between Charlemagne and the Danes? I bet you don't know shit, but now I know a lot of shit about it. Plus, I built a fucking wall full of built-in shelves and cabinets at the same time. So I'm not special. You could be just like me yesterday, getting shit done. Watching all the sports, learning some shit, just do it. Don't be a lazy ass bitch. Don't let your mind play tricks on you and think that, oh, I need a break today. I need a break today. No, you don't. I also made my kid three sets of scrambled eggs yesterday. Yeah, he's obsessed with scrambled eggs right now, but he don't eat shit else. So if he's wanting to eat eggs all the time, that's like about the most complete thing you could possibly eat. Ask any nutritionist, just an egg. So if that motherfucker's trying to eat six 
seven eggs a day scrambled, he's getting them. And I've gotten to the point where I can make a, I can make make him three scrambled eggs. I can make them in about fifteen minutes. That's nothing. Just do it. Get your shit done. Be happy about it. Trust me. And when you finish these projects, when you finish these things that have been on your honeydew list, not only will the people that have created the list for you be happy, but you'll be happier because you'll feel content. And then you'll be happy because they're happy. And then, like I said, if it's stuff around the house and your house is cleaner, your house is cooler, your house is nicer, then it's it just keeps... The happiness keeps piling on because you feel, and then you also have like a feeling of, of like, I fucking did that. I built that. I mowed that lawn. I trimmed that fucking bush. I did this. I did that. You get the, the, you get the, the, the sense of accomplishment from getting these things done rather than at the end of the day, me looking back at the clock and be like, man, I literally sat on my fucking ass for 13 hours today. Watching some football games I didn't give a shit about. Because let's be honest. your lo- The games that are aired on your local channels, a lot of times they ain't even the games you want to fucking watch. They're just the games that you get because that's what's being broadcast. I mean, I'm, I'm from Central Valley, California, where the main teams are the Niners and the Raiders. So 99.999% of the time the Raider games are blacked out unless they're playing a team that somebody cares about or they're like a primetime game. So you're not seeing the Raider game. I'm not a big Niner fan, but the Niners are good. So, yeah, the last few years we've been getting to see a lot of Niner games, but a lot of times they get bumped because they put on another game from across the country that is going to get more ratings. And you don't really give a shit about those games. As a sports fan, do I want to know the outcome? Do I want to know about some of the big things that happened? Yes, but you can get all that in a fucking ear pod. Or like I said, you don't need to be sitting there dialed in on the TV. Just turn it on in the room and get some shit done. Anyways, that's my rant. A bunch of people out there right now and be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I need my Sundays to myself. Fuck you. No, you don't. Get some shit done. Don't be a lazy bitch. All right. Let's talk about some sports. Lucy Goosey update. I've got no Lucy Goosey update except to say the Lucy Goosey lost their championship game. So congratulations to the Heat Wave. There they are. Look at that beautiful, bright yellow Dirt League champs. Um, I talked about it last week. Worst to first, and they did it. They pulled it off. The Geese, uh, we didn't score a goal till your boy drained one in the third period. We were losing 3 nothing going into the third period. Um, we just couldn't couldn't get, get it going. It was a clusterfuck. We had... 16 or 17 people on the bench. Of course, everybody wants to show up for the championship. You know, we had 10 or 11 people showing up all season, and then come championship time, everybody wants to show up. So we just we didn't know how to play with that many people. Um, our normal strategies weren't working. People were getting frustrated. It was just a it was a nightmare of a game for the geese. Um, but congratulations to the Heat Wave because they just kept the pressure on us the whole goddamn game. And uh, they won. They won. Congratulations, Dirt League champions. Uh, Heat waves. And you know what? Bunch of good guys and gals. I love seeing it. I think they have more females than any other team in the league. I think they have four females on that team, which is outstanding. Got to get more females involved in hockey. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. They're some of the most intense players on that team. You know what I mean? Katie right here with the dark hair holding the stick right there in the middle. She body checked my ass, sent me to the ground. Right in the fucking face-off circle down in their own zone. She did. She put me down. So, fair play. Um, Yeah. On to the next season, you know. Next season doesn't start till January 3rd, so we've got a few weeks of practice. We got, uh, they do this thing called BNHL. Uh, in between seasons where it's basically Danny, the guy who runs the league. He puts you through drills, some scrimmages, some different things like that to kind of step your game up and uh, just get some ice time in between seasons. So we're going to go do that, try to take our game to the next level, and then the geese will come out firing come January 3rd. So, again, congratulations, Heat Waves, Dirt League champions, the Fall League of 2023, the last champs 
of the year. So, hope some of you guys are watching this. I salute you. The bungalow salutes you. Congratulations. All right, let's talk about some professional sports. Uh, you know me. I don't talk a whole lot about basketball. Um, but uh, I want to talk a little about this in-season tournament that they started this year. Brand new. It's going on. And I was looking at some of the ins and outs of it. First off, let's talk about how they change the courts for these specific games. I believe the games that are counting for the in-season tournament, they're, it's like a round-robin tournament. And the games are Tuesdays. The Tuesday games and the Thursday games are for the round-robin tournament. And I looked it up, and the games for that, that count towards the tournament are also counting as regular season games. So that's fucking stupid. Um, and then also... Like, and not that the basketball is a long enough season, so I, I'm not saying that they needed to add some more games to the season. I'm just saying, like, what is this? Is just this like a thing to another thing to try to get more eyeballs, I guess. But how is it going to get more eyeballs when they're regular season games, also tournament games, also who gives a shit? Um, let's is this a chance for a team that doesn't win the title to win this in season trophy? Um, is it just are we just let's be honest like is it just here to give the guys who s swap out the parquet floor to like give them some some more hours like because they got to swap a different floor um for the non on every Tuesday and Thursday they got to put a different floor down I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know what the point of it is the courts are ugly they put down for these things um it's also like, I maybe is it a? I, I don't know. I don't know what the point of it is. Really, honestly, it's like, is it just trying to make early regular season games count more? Like, like I talked about last week, where like a lot of these early games, you don't really think about them mattering that much because your teams are just trying to figure themselves out. But oh shit, oh shit, these games matter now because it's the in season tournament. The fuck, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like, uh, you know, if you're a basketball fan out there and you're like, shut the fuck up, dude, shit's tight, dude. I don't know. Maybe some of you like it out there. Like I said, I'm not a big hoops guy. You know, I do know ball. So don't think I don't know ball. But um, uh, how serious do the players take the game? So it's like your game on Sunday doesn't matter as much as your game on Tuesday or Thursday. <laughs> like at this point in the season, like we're saying, like, Eight, what are the basketball they play 82 like 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 uh, hockey I don't know um so it's like at the beginning of the season like I said sometimes you got guys that are just rounding in the form they're not really like going full bore because it's like it's a long ass season let's pace ourselves do they care now on Tuesdays and Thursdays I don't know um if you have if you have differing opinions on the in-season tournament or just opinions, period, on the in-season tournament, please get into the comments below. Hit me up on DMs. Let me know how stupid I am. Um, uh, but just from this podcaster's perspective, from the outside of the basketball fandom world, um, it just seems kind of dumb, and it just seems like a promotional thing rather than anything that really matters to anyone. So, um, yay, basketball. Um, NHL, uh, we'll have a hockey cast coming out tomorrow, so tune in for all your NHL news, but I just want to let you guys know the Sharks still suck, but they won another game. They kind of beat the shit out of the St. Louis Blues, 5-1. to one. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're, they suck. They're gonna suck the whole season, we already kind of knew that, but, um, before when they were on their, you know, 11-game, 13-game losing streak, you know, it was, it wasn't hockey that they were playing. It was just basically panicking on the ice, is what it looked like. And uh, when you have a team that is going to have a disappointing season, and you know that right out the gate, and you're kind of just wanting to get some kind of a good draft pick, and that's what's going to be the outcome. You still want to see some bright spots. You still want to see some cohesion. You know, because you're still trying to. You're. It's called a rebuild for a reason. Yeah, you might not win that many games, but you're trying to build something, right? So the pieces that are there, right? We don't know what pieces we're going to get in the future during this season, off season, next season. But the pieces that are there that, you know, are ostensibly going to be there 
for next season, the season after, and the, what the pieces you're trying to build around. You want to see those guys, you know, playing well together. Even in a loss, you can still play well even in a loss, you know. And the Sharks had none of that 15 games into the season. And now you're starting to see guys, and, and maybe it was a chemistry thing from the beginning. I don't know what it was, but it was bad. It was real bad. And now, even in losses, it's not looking so bad. You're seeing the guys, the young guys that are the, you know, going to be key pieces in the future. You're seeing some of the, the roster moves that they made in the offseason. Some of those guys are making a difference. And um, it's actually looking more promising than it was a, a few weeks ago. You know, like, okay, yeah, I still want them to finish last so we can have the most balls in the lottery. You know what I'm saying? But I want to see the William Ecklins. I want to see the Fabian Zetterlins. I want to see the Kalen Addisons, the Philip Zadinas, the Anthony Duclairs, the young guys and the pickup pieces that we got during the offseason. I want to see these guys round into form and see them playing decent hockey together so we know that with draft picks, with roster moves, with trade deadline moves, offseason moves, we just add around these guys, we can build something up. We already have a goaltender that can be a franchise goaltender. Mackenzie Blackwood, even with the Sharks only have winning three games this season, um, has, you know, one, he's a top 10 goaltender, save percentage-wise. Um Shots on goal-wise, he's probably got more shots on goal than any other goalie in the league, so his save percentage is way up there. Like, we've got a guy that we don't want to ruin because he can be our franchise guy, and he's showing that he can be, but if we just completely blow him out in a season where we're terrible, you don't want that. So I'm glad at this point with the rest of the team kind of seeing like they're molding and shaping out together the Sharks are kind of doing a back and forth with their two goaltenders so nobody gets burnt out. Um, Capo Kakinen, our other goaltender, he's not looking like total Swiss cheese like he was before. Um, he was actually in net in the 5-1 victory against the Blues. So that's your Sharks update. We still suck. We're gonna. This ain't going to change, you know, unless some, unless, uh, some kind of weird miracle happens and the whole team gets to get some Russian gas or something and they start uh you know going on long win streaks which again barring any type of miracle is not going to happen I mean I, I don't even want it to happen like I said like with the pieces that they have we need we need to build up some draft picks so let's finish last but let's show that if we get some more pieces that we can be a, a complete team, and, and they're starting to show that. So let's just keep it rolling, boys. Let's embrace the suck, but let's round out our games. Hour. Hour. I love it when sports fans say hour. Anyways, um, not to horn in on Joey's F1 corner, but we got to do a little bit of F1 in here because we had the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, Joey and I have been talking about this for a while um, it's been the bane of Las Vegas residents for a while, just all the preparation and everything. And um, starting from uh, Friday last week, uh, it kind of seemed like a shit show, right? We had like the early guy, the first car on the fucking track chassis got blown apart because he went across an area that like a manhole cover that was popping up out of the ground too high and, and you know these cars are so precise and they're so close to the ground that these tracks have to be you know within millimeters like super flat and got this dude's car got fucking ripped to shreds by a fucking manhole cover that was sticking up too high on the like one of the first runs maybe the first run on the track um all of the the influx of income it was supposed to bring seems like that didn't end up being a thing because I mean, I saw some reports that hotel rooms weren't sold out. They ended up giving some of the rooms right on the strip where the track was. The Flamingo had rooms for $18. Um, there was rooms for $30. They were like, I don't know what happened. Like, I guess it was just all pomp and circumstance and um, a lot of hype. And then going into it, it just all kind of fell apart. Um 
I believe uh, Max Verstappen took the took the trophy home, and uh, he didn't have anything. You know, oh, was this was this a good track? Was this a, a good track to race on? No. <laughs> like that's what he said, and it's like that seemed to be the the consensus for most of the drivers. Obviously, or if that the first run of the day that guy's car blows apart, you can't. You got to be pretty nervous going out there for the rest of the races um thinking like well is there any other spots out here that are going to rip my car apart um i you know go on tiktok you can see plenty of uh plenty of people's firsthand experiences during uh the weekend there um but just uh didn't seem like it was a good deal um i wonder if they'll do it again <laughs> I don't know. Like, how does F1 work? Are they going back no matter what now? Or are they going to say, nope, this was a fucking mistake? And no, they didn't. Las Vegas didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Um, or is it like trial and error? All right, well, now we won't make these mistakes again next year. We shall see. Um, I know a lot of the uh, stars came out on Saturday for the Saturday, or no, Sunday for the race. Um, Saturday night, uh, things kicked off. Um, there was like a, there was a, a UFC fight night on Saturday started early because, uh, you know, all of the F1 events that were happening later in Las Vegas. Um, so it affected a lot of stuff going on last weekend and, uh, didn't seem like it paid off, but maybe I'm wrong. We got to get Joey to give us a, an F1 update on the events of the Las Vegas shit show. All right, where are the glasses? It's time. NFL Week 11. <clears throat> Let's get into it. NFL Week 11. Not a whole lot of parody this weekend like we had last weekend, but were some interesting matchups. Aside from your boy losing his five-leg parlay, we had the Dolphins versus the Raiders. The Dolphins come out with a victory 20-13. to They stay undefeated at home. The Raiders kept it close and had a chance at the end of the game, but uh, interception kind of ruined that whole thing for them. Aiden O'Connell, rookie quarterback, uh, threw a unadvisable ball at in on their last drive and and gave it up and gave the game away. Um, so the Dolphins stay in the hunt and they're they just keep beat beating bad teams and that's kind of their only knock right now is are they for real cuz when they've played the good teams they've lost but when they play everybody else they win but again the dolphins still in there and uh like i said undefeated at home the 49ers they're back on a winning streak after getting their shit together last week uh 27-14 over the buccaneers um Brock Purdy with another uh you know a perfect passer rating um so you know, he's going to always have the doubters, right? Because he was Mr. Irrelevant and say, oh, anybody in Shanahan's offense would look good. Not the case. Uh, they went on a three-game losing streak, but it wasn't necessarily his fault. It was a team effort of losing those three games, and now they've got it back together again and just a second game into this winning streak. Perfect passer rating. So congratulations there, Brock Purdy. Um, my Rams squeak it out over the Seahawks in an upset. That was an upset from the weekend. Um, Geno Smith, uh, took a big hit from Aaron Donald and was out for a big chunk of the game, um, which definitely helped the Rams, uh, keep it close and they win by a field goal or no, they win by one, but with a, a, a last, a last, a field goal miss again. That's my team, but it wasn't on TV yesterday, right? So didn't have to be dialed in. Rams 16, Seahawks 17, and the killer for your boy, Browns 13, Steelers 10. The Browns pull a victory out in the last seconds with a field goal. Um, again, starting another rookie quarterback, uh, Deshaun Watson out for the year. Um the Steelers just keep keeping it close, but their offense is virtually non-existent. Um, so they heavily rely on their defense to keep the other team at bay, which they technically did this time around, but they just gave too much time on the clock and the Browns were able to march down for a field goal in the last seconds of the game. The Texans stay 
winning 21-16 over the Cardinals. This was a close game most of the game, uh, mostly because C.J. Stroud threw more turnovers than he has the whole season in one game. Um, but uh, I like the kid. Obviously, we've talked about him a lot on here because he is just proving to be that, uh, you know, Carolina should have picked him. Uh, but they didn't, and the Texans did, and he is showing that uh, he's the man. And even when his response to, you know, hey, you had way more turnovers today than you've ever had, he's like, hey, don't worry about me. Uh, I'm going to keep chucking it, man, and uh, I'm going to keep throwing it up. I'm going to keep uh, – I'm just keep doing what I'm doing, and it's working for him, right? Uh, turnovers are turnovers. They're going to happen. You're going to have games that are up, games that are down, but they won. The Texans won. The Texans are still uh, in that limbo spot of like, holy shit, are the Texans good? Because even in a game when their quarterback maybe statistically has one of his worst performances, they still win. So uh, congratulations, C.J. Stroud and the Texans. The Jags annihilate the Titans 34-14. And again, the Jags are another one of these teams. Are they good? I don't know because the Titans are not good. Uh, so they definitely should have blown them out, and they did. 20-point victory for the Jags. They stay in the hunt. Um, another complete annihilation. The Cowboys destroy the Panthers 33-10 as they should have. The Panthers are bad. They're oh so bad. They picked the wrong guy. I They picked the wrong guy. They picked... They, they had a... They had a dinner, and he ordered scallops, and the owner liked that, so they picked him, and they picked the wrong guy. They're wishing they had C.J. Stroud right now, but they don't. Um, The Lions squeak out a victory over the lowly Bears, 31-26. The Lions are just showing week by week that they can blow teams out, they can have a bad game and just keep fighting and keep going. You know, of any team, people, we all make like to make light of Dan Campbell and his, we're going to get him with the kneecaps, we're going to keep fighting, we're just going to keep going till the street fight's over. But that's the Lions right now, man. They, uh, they did not have a good game yesterday for 99% of the game, but they kept it close enough to have a game-winning drive, and Jared Goff had his best drive of the game at the end and won the game. And that's a team that they don't, they don't obviously do not give up. You know what I mean? Like, some teams out there, you can see it, man. Like, especially if you're getting outplayed by the Bears. <laughs> like, that's got to be demoralizing, right? Because the Bears are bad. The Bears are bad, bad. The Bears are, you know, Panthers bad. Um, but they held in there long enough to, to put together a game winning drive and they did it. The lions, one of the best teams in the league. Holy crap, dude. Like who would have thought, who would have thought you'd be watching the lions in their annual Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day game. And you're watching a first place team. You're watching a team that is one of the best teams in the league. You're watching a team that you might see in the Super Bowl. You're going to see probably make a deep playoff. Who would have thought any of that? Usually by the time the Lions play on Thanksgiving, it's a joke. You're just like, it's usually like, why do they keep, when are they going to just put a good team on Thanksgiving? Why do we keep watching the Lions on Thanksgiving? But this year it's like, fuck yeah, we get to watch the Lions on Thanksgiving. So, fucking A, Lions. Um... The Chargers just continue to be a joke, and they lose to the shitty Packers, twenty-three to twenty. Um, uh, the pa- uh, the Chargers just can't do it. I mean, they had injuries this game, but it, injuries, no injuries, they just can never put it together. Justin Herbert, uh, everybody thinks he's so goddamn good, and and it it, it may, and he is. He's a good quarterback, but it's like the how many Chargers have had a lot of good quarterbacks, but even though they've never done anything in the playoffs a lot of their other good quarterbacks have put together good seasons the chargers have not really put together a good season since justin herbert's been on the team since uh staley's been their coach um and he got real sassy with the reporters yesterday brandon staley 
just people questioning whether, uh, you know, he's confident in his play calling and whatever. And just like, you can stop asking that question. I'm confident in this team. I'm confident in my play calling and it's going to continue. It's like, okay, so you're going to continue to lose. Continue to be garbage. Because the Packers fucking suck. <laughs> and I guess you do too. Um, They lost Joey Bosa to a foot injury. That poor guy can't stay healthy. Um, Yeah, the Chargers just... Chargers are not good. They're not good. They got, a, they got a, a lot of good players, but they're just not a good football team. They're not fun to watch. They're not... Uh, they're just not a good team. So stop saying they're a good team, analysts. Um, this one's a little surprising. The Giants pull it out 31-19 over the Commanders. Not that the Commanders are uh, anywhere near the top, but they've been playing better football than the Giants. But Tommy DeVito gets his first win as an NFL quarterback. Um, I hope he... Uh, Get some ex. He still lives with his mom, so I hope when he got home, he got a little extra uh, gabagool on his plate for dinner last night after pulling out a victory over the Commanders. I dropped my pen, um, and then the Bills. Uh, not gonna say they're back on track because they beat the Jets, but the Bills just annihilate the Jets, thirty-two to six. Maybe get back some of that uh, some of that confidence lost last week. Um, uh, the Bills are still just in limbo. Um, the Bills might not make the playoffs. <laughs> Who would have thought that would have been a, a thing at the beginning of the season? The Bills might not make the playoffs. And then, in a surprising turn of events, the Broncos have won two in a row. They win 21-20 over the Vikings. Josh Dobbs uh, got banged up last night. Uh, the Vikings' new quarterback. Um, obviously, the Vikings are in a weird spot because they lost their starter but they're still, you know, I guess if they can put some wins together, they're still in the mix. But the the Broncos seem to have, I'm not going to say they've fixed their problems, but they seem to have um, started to um, maybe play to the potential that they should have had at the beginning of the season. You know, Sean Payton has coached a shitload of football in his career, and uh, maybe it just took took a few games for everybody to kind of buy in and just uh, play the game that they need to play. And they've been putting it together. Russell Wilson, I mean, obviously not looking like vintage Russell Wilson, but um, he's connecting with Cortland Sutton and uh, getting the ball where he needs to get it. Uh, and they're, they've won two in a row. So uh, way to go, Broncos. Um, all right. Well, that's NFL week 11 in the books. Um, I love football. I love it, man. And it's, uh, getting colder outside. So it seems like football's funner to watch when it's colder outside. Um, and yeah, the parody keeps happening. And, and a lot of these teams are, are sitting close to 500, whether they're good, whether they're bad. So it's going to be a, a knockdown drag out battle going into December and January here to uh, collect playoff spots. And, of course, there's your teams at the top. There's your, you know, your Chiefs, your Lions, your uh, Dolphins, um, that are your Niners, your Cowboys, that are going to get playoff spots. But then all the rest of those spots and the wild card spots, they're kind of all up for grabs right now. So it's going to be an exciting December in the NFL, and it's going to be an even more exciting January. So... Stay with us here on the Bungalow Sports Show for your NFL updates. All right. Oh, man. Oh, big stretch there. Um, all right, that's a show, man. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You know I appreciate you. Uh, we got a few new subscribers this week, so we love that. Um, we got a hockey show coming up tomorrow. We got a fight show coming up on Thursday. I think we got two more fight shows, and then we're going to take about a month off because they're taking about a month off of uh, big UFC events, and Alexis and I are going to retool the show a little bit and uh, and uh, kind of the same thing with this show. I don't think I'll be taking any breaks but because um, we took a long enough break during the dark times a few weeks ago, um, but... 
gonna make a little bit of changes, I think, to everything and and try to try to make these shows better. We're always trying to make things better and make the interaction with you guys better. I love we're getting lots of comments on the episodes. I love that. Keep them coming. Bad, good, or indifferent. You know what I mean? Like it take it like one of the first comments I ever got on one of my clips that I posted was about me being delusional about Josh Allen not being a good quarterback this season. Some guy called me delusional saying that, oh, of course he's a good quarterback. Blah, blah, blah. And I just want to go back and be like, how do you, how's that take holding up? Who's delusional now, bud? But I don't. Because even if it's bad or good, I appreciate the interaction. I appreciate the engagement on social media. That's what helps us out. We need you guys to comment. We need you guys to like and subscribe and do all the stuff. So if you're only listening to this, Go to YouTube and watch it. And even if you don't want to watch it, hit the subscribe button. If you're only watching this and you have Apple Music, you have Spotify, you have wherever else you get podcasts, go and subscribe on those to the audio version. Everything helps. Go to social media. Go to IG. Follow Peak One Sports Network. Follow the Bungalow Sports Show on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, threads, all the stuff. Go follow us. Please, please, please go follow us. Like, subscribe, comment. It all helps us. It helps us grow. If you want these shows to just keep getting bigger and better, um, you wanna, you know, go support support the support the ads, support the the support the people who support us. Betalytics, Peak One Merch Store, Shank It Golf. Get discounts. Do it all. Promo code Peak One. Do it all. We're giving you all this free content. You guys can go out and hit a couple buttons to uh, to say thank you. So uh, that being said, shout out of the week goes to my co-host, my buddy Daniel from the Bungalow Hockey Show. He is he got well as you're watching this on Monday. He got married yesterday, so congratulations, Daniel. He is in the great state of Hawaii. Uh, celebrating his nuptials. We love that guy. Uh, he told me he was going to do the hockey show from the beach remotely this week. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to text him. It's the day after his wedding, two days after his wedding. I'm not going to push it. If he texts me and he wants to do the show, great. But if not, I'll be in here alone. I might have another co-host. It, uh, we're getting a hockey show tomorrow either way. Maybe it'll be Daniel sitting on the beach, sipping a Mai Tai. But if not, it don't matter because that boy got married and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his family. Um, I'm happy for... Everything going on in my life and all the people in it. I'm thankful for you guys tuning in. I'm thankful for the suits letting me be a part of Peak One Sports Network. That's been a show. Thank you, everybody, and enjoy your sports. <laughs>